email. Well, good morning, afternoon, or evening. You may delete as appropriate. I'm your host, Chad Landman, here for your 38th episode of Ministry Bits. Hard to believe. We're getting up here in the numbers now. That's hard to believe. 38th episode of Ministry Bits, and uh, I am proud that you have joined us today. Thank you so much for uh, joining us. You can find this podcast at chadl.co slash mbits, and um, you can do slash 038 for this episode in the show notes. And um, we're going to have a couple of different things, a couple of different links to stuff as we talk about email today. But first, I want to say thanks to Adam Fawn uh, for having us on his show. We did kind of a dual podcasting episode, um, if that makes any sense. We we recorded a interview uh, about Periscope. We talked about the Periscope app, the live streaming app, uh, and we talked about that. And he actually took the same show and rebroadcast it on his podcast, and I put it on Ministry Bits for episode 37 as well. So that was really great, really great discussion about that. And we've had a little bit of feedback on uh, Periscope as well. Periscope is really hitting it with uh, some people, and it's getting uh, getting pretty big, and it's staying pretty steady. So I may have confused a couple of people on um, talking about the different the last few episodes about how I was going to have. Um, I, I guess the good way to say it is I was going to do post two episodes, thirty seven and thirty eight. Well, excuse me, thirty six and thirty seven were supposed to be. Uh, from my talks at the M2Y conference in Chattanooga this year, when in fact only episode 36 was, and then 37 just kind of didn't exist. So the reason why I didn't post that is one, because it didn't really record all that well. Uh, I actually pushed the wrong button on my recording device and it did not record all that well. Uh, And reason number two is that most of that content um, that I was talking about is actually part of 008, episode 008 here of the Ministry Bits podcast. So if you go back to episode eight, you can listen to that. And um, it was talking about digital parenting and teaching kids about digital parenting and internet safety and things like that, which um, is coming right along, by the way. If you've got uh, any questions about um, digital parenting or active digital parenting or internet safety or anything like that, please let me know. I'd be uh, more than happy to answer your questions. I've got two, three. I've got three places lined up in the spring that I'm going to uh, go speak at different churches and uh, do the entire seminar for them talking about iOS devices, all sorts of different things. So if you're interested in that, uh, hit me up at chad at graymere.com or chadl at outlook.com. So that'll be really, really good. And you can also visit my website, chadl.co slash ADP, Active Digital Parenting, and um, really would like you to get on board with that. Uh, there will be some news uh, coming for that as well, digital parenting. We're gonna, I'm going to ramp up a little bit of uh, stuff that has, it's proven to be a huge need in the church and in, in, in every, everywhere pretty much, um, and it is going to be absolutely incredible and uh, in what I'm going to be able to accomplish with that. It's, uh, it's really needed, so... Uh, be watching for some news on that. But today, we are going to talk about email, specifically getting a hold on email, wrangling email, so to speak. And um, I'll tell you what, just to kind of preface this discussion is um, email is just, email's hard. Um, If you try to do it the right way, email's hard. Now, if you don't care, and you're one of those people with like an inbox of you know, 10,000 messages that you haven't, you know, archived in 12 years, then yeah, you're not going to have a problem with email because you don't care about email. And obviously you don't try to manage it. Uh, But the simple fact is, is that if you're a preacher, if you're a teacher, if you're a person that works in ministry, 
uh, people are going to email you. You're going to get email from other ministers. You're going to get email from members. You're going to get email from uh, minister associations and things like that, all sorts of different uh, things and ideas and people trying to get in contact with you. And the thing about email is that it should be something, as a philosophy, it should be something that's very intentional. Um, I'm going to talk about that a little bit later, but it should be something that's incredibly intentional that you do. Um, I don't believe that you should have any notifications set for any kind of email. Uh, That's just me. If you think email is critical, um, if you think that that email is one of those extremely time-sensitive things that you've just got to act on like right now, that's probably the the worst way of looking at email possible. That's what that's what stuff like text messaging is and, and instant messaging. That that's what that kind of stuff is for, not email. Uh, email is for stuff that's you know twenty four hours or more, um, and that's just my philosophy. You take it how you want it, but at the same time, it just uh, it baffles me how people check email on their watch, or they go and they check their email every five minutes, or they have their phone that buzzes and beeps and everything every time they get an email. And it's like, oh my goodness gracious. So we're gonna, I'm going to talk to you about email today. And not necessarily, I'm not going to rant and rave too much about the, the email philosophy and Inbox Zero and all this other stuff. And I'm just going to give you a few pointers uh, to kind of get a hold of your email, how to wrangle your email and, and get it under control and have it do what you want it to do. Okay. So I've got four things here that I'd like to talk about uh, very quickly. And, and the first is updating your email account. Okay. Number two is uh, unsubscribing. That's a big deal. Unsubscribing. Um, three is picking an email app. You may have an email app. You may use the stock Apple app or the stock Gmail app on your Android phone. We're going to talk a little bit about some some different apps and what they offer and the different features that they offer. And then the last one is I'm going to talk about is reining in notifications, and that's kind of what I'm going to rant about. So uh, the first thing that I want to talk about is updating your email account. Um, if you're still using Hotmail, <laughs> God bless you, if you're still using Hotmail, okay? If you're still using an AOL, a blankety-blank at... AOL.com. It's time to get with 2015. Uh, It's time to get a modern email client with a modern infrastructure. Um, The thing about Hotmail and some of these older email services, CompuServe. How about that one? (laughs) CompuServe. Uh, The thing about some of those email, those older email services and accounts is that they don't offer modern things to go with them. They weren't built for the modern era of multiple devices and syncing across services and and things like that. So what you're looking at is that you're you're looking at Gmail, you're looking at iCloud, you're looking at Outlook.com, even Yahoo uh, as being some modern email accounts. Those are free accounts that you can get. You can, you can pick those up. Gmail is, is provided, uh, um, with a little bit of advertising on it. Uh, Gmail has been around since 2005. Uh, I have been a very happy Gmail user for many, many years. And um, you know what? Even if Google is reading my email, which I don't know for sure if that's for sure true or not, I would assume they are uh, because they're selling me ads based upon the content of some of my emails. But you know what? I really don't care uh, because I use a service called Google Inbox. That's uh, their simplified, it's, I call it their streamlined version of Gmail. Uh, and it is superb. The apps on both Android and iOS 
are superb. You can go to it in your browser. If you have, if you're signed into your Gmail account on your browser of choice, you can go to inbox.google.com. It is so sleek, so super simple, and it uh, groups your messages by uh, different categories. It uh, bundles them a little bit. It's, it's fantastic, and it's super quick on iOS. Um, I used to be a mailbox user on iOS. I used to be... Um, I used to use Cloud Magic on iOS. I even used Dispatch. We're going to talk about all these apps a little bit later. But I found that Google Inbox, I just keep going back to it. It's it's just that good. And it's got Google's spam filtering, which I never, hardly ever do I see any kind of spam on my Gmail account, which is great. So when I say Gmail and Google Inbox, I'm basically talking about the same thing. Now, you can use Gmail. You can use the Gmail interface, and there's a lot of services that tie in with Gmail. But I've just found that Inbox, they don't have a Mac app, but they do have iPad, iPhone, and Android apps, and they are pretty fantastic. And um, I always kind of err on the side of caution with Google because I know that they're trying to sell me ads and do different things like that. But you know what? Their services are great. They really are. And I frankly, I don't care that they're trying to serve me ads uh, and make money off of me. And, and I just don't care. Um, sometimes it's actually beneficial. Google Now is a fantastic service that you get uh, with the Google app on iOS and you get it built into Android. It's fantastic. Um, and you know what? If you're scraping some of my data, uh, some of my insignificant uh, non-secretive data. If you got things to hide on the internet, you're using the wrong tools on the internet. Um, so don't don't use Google if you've got something to hide. But I don't have anything to hide, and I don't care, and it's wonderful. Uh, so that's that's kind of a, a, a kind of a look at, at Google. I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about it later. But when we're talking about the different kinds of email, modern email is IMAP email, and I can't remember what that stands for, Internet Messaging Account Protocol or something like that. But IMAP means basically that you can sync your email across computers and devices. It means if you delete a compu- if you delete an email on your computer, then it will be deleted on your Android device or your iPad when you check your email again. Okay, so uh, IMAP is is a modern way of checking your email. Well, Pop email, which is what Hotmail uses, which is what uh, some older AOL services use and things like that. Pop email, pop, sometimes called Pop three really doesn't sync and it doesn't do that. And so to delete a email on one, it will not delete the one on the other and it will not reply. It won't sync them up. Basically, it has to pull them down from the server and all sorts of different things like that. And basically, it doesn't work like that. You're using an outdated uh, email service if you're using POP and you're using a subpar experience. Uh, So if you're holding on to that old AOL or that old Hotmail address, uh, don't. Um, set up a forward, go into your Hotmail or AOL settings or whatever email account you CompuServe, go into your CompuServe settings and set up a forwarding address. You don't have to send out the email that says, I've changed my email address. Please email me here from now on. If you think you're really tied to that, then just set up a forward and sign up for a Gmail account or sign up for an Outlook.com account. Um, the Outlook, out, Outlook apps are actually pretty fantastic on the Mac and both um, iOS and Android now. So they're really, really great. Um, but that's n- rule number one is update your email account. Now, number two, moving on. Number two, uh, you need to unsubscribe. Unsubscribe from unwanted solicitations. Uh, there's kind of a running joke on the internet that, um, that you can't unsubscribe from LinkedIn emails. <laughs> you know, LinkedIn is, is notorious for that. It's no- They're notorious for... 
making it extremely difficult for you to unsubscribe from their emails that they send you. Well, I will tell you that that 98% of the rest of the email services out there that you uh, have subscribed to, they have they have the little tiny unsubscribe button at the bottom of the email. Um, you can unsubscribe for those, and this isn't spam. I want to I want to clarify that this is not spam. This is not uh, this is something that you signed up for because you at one point or another signed up for that. If you're subscribed to something like this, like a newsletter or something from a store or a catalog or something like that, you signed up for these because you forgot that you signed up for them or you forgot to uncheck a box somewhere, really. Uh, That's why you have been getting these emails. Well, that can just cause all sorts of friction. It can cause you to have to, oh, I've got to sort through all my, my subscription emails and all sorts of stuff. I have virtually zero of these because... You know, every time you sign up with an email for something, they send you emails periodically. Well, I unsubscribe. I unsubscribe to, on average, three to four things a week. And uh, I'm notorious with unsubscribing. I am, um, unsubscribe is my best friend in email. Now, some of these, I get email newsletters like uh, Federico Vatici's excellent Mac Stories newsletter that I pay um, uh, a few bucks a month for. And it has tremendously great content, and I get that delivered right to my email. And you may have some of those newsletters that obviously you don't want to unsubscribe to. And that's good, because you can manually go in and make sure that you are not unsubscribed to those. So if you don't manually unsubscribe to most of these services, you will receive those emails as long as they send them. Um, You need to audit your inbox, and you need to unsubscribe from all the unwanted uh, solicitations and things that you get. Simple as that. Uh, so you need to go through your entire inbox. And and kind of on that note with unsubscribe, you need to kind of get yourself down to inbox zero. Um, right now I have, I'm looking at my email and I have uh, 11 emails in my inbox. Every single one of those emails is something that I'm either working on or a discussion that I'm having with someone on a project or something here at the, at the church or an attachment that I need to download Monday morning when I get to the office, uh, something. Now, and I'm not usually at inbox zero, but once a month, maybe, if that much. But at the same time, I don't have tons and tons of emails in my email inbox. Take an hour or two and sit down with your iPad or your computer and just go through and archive. Archive is your best friend. Well, unsubscribe is your first best friend, but archive is your second best friend. And if you archive these things, you can still search them. Now, I speak from Gmail perspective, so you can still search. Outlook actually has really good search on their apps and stuff. Spark, an app we'll talk about in a minute, has really good search within both of those kind of email accounts. So what I would do is I would go through and say you've got a thousand emails in your inbox. Well, you need to pare that down. You need to get that down to what you're just working on now because you look at that number, psychologically, you'll look at that number and say, and you just won't care about email anymore. You you won't make it something that's a tool. It'll be something that you just ignore because it's too big and too fast and too crazy and too much work. So if you spend an hour or two, just block off an hour or two um, and just get that done, pare that down to the 10 or 20 emails that you really have to have working on right at that moment and archive the rest of them. Because when you archive the rest of them, you can search them later. You need to find the email for the reservation that you made for the youth trip in 2016. Search it. It'll be there. It'll be fine. Um, 
there's even services out there, and I don't have any written down, but there's even services out there that will let you download all of your emails um, to a zip file, and you can actually keep that archived on your Dropbox, or you can archive that on your computer or hard drive or something. Uh, you can look those up. But just make sure that you can get down to, uh, you need to unsubscribe and archive. Everything, unsubscribe and archive are your best friends with email. So moving right along, um, looking at about 15 minutes here on the podcast here, we're about halfway done, uh, and we're about halfway through. we got two of four points. Let's talk about email apps for a few minutes, and I don't want to get super in-depth with these because uh, I would invite you to go and look at Federico Vitici's uh, excellent Mac Stories website on a lot of these different apps. Uh, I'd invite you to listen to Back to Work and uh, Merlin Mann, who talks about a lot about uh, these email apps and uh, some different things. But I've got a few favorites here that, that I want to talk to you about and, and a few not-so-favorites, and I'll tell you what I like and what I don't like about them. Uh, let's just start first with the app that's on your computer, that's on your phone, that's on your on your desktop right there. And I'm talking mainly about Mac and iOS, uh, but that is Apple Mail. Um, Apple Mail is built in. It's easy to use. Uh, Apple has made it relatively easy to configure. Um, if you've got some business, if you've got a business account, if you've got like an exchange server that you need to set up, it's a little bit more complex. But as far as having an Outlook.com account or a Yahoo account or a Gmail account, you're going to just be able to sign in with your username and password and it will populate those emails to you. Now, Apple Mail doesn't have great... Uh, let me, how do I put this? It doesn't have great support necessarily on, um, on, um, oh, what am I trying to say? On the Mac. And it's, you know, on the Mac, it's had some, some a bumpy little road. So I, I do use a different kind of email. I actually use Google Inbox in the Safari browser on my, um, on my desktop because I just can't abide uh, Apple Mail on the desktop. But Apple Mail on mobile devices has actually come a long way. And it's a really good alternative. It's what I think you'll find it what most people are going to use. It's got very decent search. It's got a, a VIP uh, feature that's pretty good. It's it's actually pretty pretty well designed. And the one that I've already talked about a lot, so I won't go in depth on, is is Inbox Google Inbox. And it's very fast on the web. I use it on the web. It's very fast on the apps on mobile. And it's a uh, really what you should be using a lot. I think if you're using uh, Gmail, you should try to go to inbox because it's going to have the same inbox and whatever you use and whatever you change in uh, the Google inbox app is going to be changed on your Gmail account as well. So it's really good. I talked a little bit about mailbox before mailbox for iOS. Uh, it's simple. Um, it requires Gmail, I believe somebody correct me on that if I'm wrong, but it requires Gmail. It's owned by Dropbox. Dropbox bought it several years ago. So they've kind of not done a whole lot with it. And it kind of was the first one to do this kind of swipe to delete or swipe to archive or swipe to snooze an email. Um, it was, it's pretty good and you should try it. Um, and that's actually free as well. Just sign in with your Dropbox account. Outlook is another one that's really free. Outlook.com. It, it signs up with your, uh, not to be confused with Outlook for Windows. Um, that's, you know, the crazy clunky one that people have been using, although Outlook 2015 is actually really pretty good. And it's a surprisingly good. It's made by Microsoft and you can sign in directly with your Outlook.com email address. And it's, um, it's pretty nice. Um, and it's very simple to use. Outlook. Uh, the Outlook app actually has a calendar built into stuff so you can kind of flip it around and use it as an all-in-one calendar scheduling app and your email app as well. If that's your thing, if you don't have a lot of stuff to do, then that's fine. I use Fantastical for my uh, 
email, I'm sorry, excuse me, my calendar reminders. And I like it so much that I just tend to don't use something that's combined in that, but it's really good. And it's also free. Uh, Spark is one that has gotten a lot of attention. It's an iOS email app. Does not have an iPad app. It's only it's iPhone only right now. But I would view it as kind of a hybrid of Outlook and Inbox. Uh, it's got a priority inbox that it lets you look at those different things, the the emails that are most important, and it kind of hides the ones that it believes uh, that are not really all that important to you. Um, and it's it's actually a really well designed, well built app. I think it's I think it's four ninety nine. Uh, dispatch is the second to last one I'm going to talk about. It's pretty easy to use. It's customizable. It's got a lot of, uh, snippet support. Uh, it's got a lot of things that you can, uh, do to it. It's, it's a, it's a very nerdy app. It's got a lot of customization options for it. Um, and it's actually a really good app as well. Uh, mail pilot is one that I actually haven't tried, but I heard about and it's, uh, it's fairly relatively new mail pilot is an iOS app and it's, uh, it's pretty, I've heard it's pretty good and, uh, you should try that one out too. So pick a modern email app, even if it's the Apple mail app, or even if it's just the stock Gmail app on your, on your Android device, go with what works for you. Uh, that's the important thing. Go with what works for you. Search out all these things and research and do a little bit of, of work to find out which one works for you because you may be enlightened. You may uh, download one of these apps like uh, Cloud Magic is one I didn't um, mention there, but it's actually really good as well. So uh, check those out. The last thing I want to talk to you about today is that uh, you need to rein in your notifications. And, and I don't want to harp too much on this, but you need to be extremely picky and you need to be kind of tight with your notifications. And let me tell you, everyone in your life will thank you for it. I'm, I'm telling you, let me ask you this. Do you really need to know the moment a new email comes in? Do you really need to know that? Do you really need to know that? No, you don't. Uh, what you do need to know is when your spouse is trying to text you. Uh, or when your office is calling you. That's things you need to know. Everything that's not essential and everything's not on, if it's not on fire, then it doesn't need to make your phone buzz and beep and, you know, whatever. I think we just need to take a moment and step back with email and just stop the insanity. If you're one of those people whose phone never stops buzzing and beeping, I think you got a problem. Uh, you need to go into your, well, let's just talk about this for a second. What do you need to pay attention to right now? That, that's really the question. When we're talking about email and notifications and these things on our mobile devices, what do you need to pay attention to right now? Uh, is it your wife that you need to pay attention to sitting across the table from you at dinner or the email you just got that could definitely have waited until Monday morning? Uh, email is not, like I said before, time critical, uh, or at least it shouldn't be. People that use email as time critical that send you an email say, well, I need you to do this right now. That's not how email should be used. And you've got those people in your life. You've got those coworkers. You've got those bosses that think that email is the buy all end all. That to me is not the most important way to look at it. Uh, should you let emails sit for days or even weeks? No, you shouldn't do that either. Email should be a time, timely thing, but it should not be time critical. Uh, my personal philosophy on email is that that task or something, I, I should respond to you anywhere from 24 to 48 hours, okay? If you haven't gotten a response from me after 48 hours, it means that I forgot about it. Um, so email isn't instant. It shouldn't be treated as such. Um, I check my email once when I get to the office and once when I 
um, get back from the office from lunch. And that's about it. Uh, or unless somebody has told me, hey, I emailed you that document or I emailed you that attachment that needs to go on the presentation by the end of the day or whatever. Um, but I tell you what I don't do. I don't ever check my email at home or on a date or on vacation. Um, it can wait. Uh, if something's on fire, somebody's going to call you. If something drastic happens, if, if somebody passes away in your family, you know, God forbid, then somebody's going to call you. They're not going to email you about that. Um, so we need to quit treating email like it's a, a critical thing. Um, email is very much of a, a communication philosophy, and it will control you as much as you let it control you. Um, I personally don't. I have an Apple Watch, and I love it, but I don't have any email notifications going to my Apple Watch whatsoever. Uh, my wife and the people that are important to me know that not to email me something that is critical, that needs to get done right then. They know to uh, text me. They know to uh, send it by any other means. Okay. Um, email should not, email can easily be abused. And I'm sure you know people who they do. Um, and you may even be one of them. But let me just encourage you to just get a hold uh, of your email and uh, control it and don't have it control you. It's a lot like <laughs> it's a lot, a lot like your emotions. Uh, don't let them control you. Let you should be controlling them. Okay. So I, I really hope that you've enjoyed this episode about email. I really hope that you've uh, kind of gotten a little bit of uh, a fire lit under you about how to take control of your email and just uh, you just basically need to block off some time and sit down and and just develop a strategy. And it may not be the strategy that I laid out for you today. It may be your strategy, and that's what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to um, take hold of that, and you're going to have to create that yourself. Uh, so let's have a prayer before we end today, and then uh, we will go on and end our show for today. Let's go to God in prayer. Dear Lord, thank you so much for the wonderful things that you have blessed us with. Thank you so much for these wonderful lives that we can lead, Lord. And thank you so much for the the technology that you have put in our hands so that we can communicate with others, so that we can communicate your gospel to the world. Lord, help, help us to use those communication methods as efficiently as possible. Help us to use those as wisely as possible to communicate your truth, to communicate our intentions, to communicate whatever it is that we need to uh, in a good and timely way, Lord. Help us to not to abuse those technologies. Help us to use those tools and those technologies wisely. Lord, we thank you so much for your church. We thank you so much for Jesus. And we thank you so much for him dying for that church and him dying for our sins. And it's in his name that we pray this prayer. Amen. We thank you so much for uh, tuning in to this episode of Ministry Bits, and um, we hope that you'll come back uh, next week, not next week, maybe two, we're on a bi-weekly schedule, so we hope that you'll come back in two weeks and uh, listen to our next episode. Uh, if you have any thoughts or um, uh, topics or anything like that you want to cover, let me know. Email me at chadl.co, excuse me, chadl at outlook.com or chad.landman at gmail.com. Any, any of those will work. And uh, if you'd like to learn more about our podcast, you can go to chatl.co slash mbits. Uh, and this episode can be found at slash 037. Um, and thank you so much for, I'm excuse me, 038. Excuse me, I don't even know what I'm doing. Uh, see, I'm all messed up too. Uh, I, can't even, I can't even do it. <laughs> anyway, y'all have a blessed day. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in and um, go out and have a great week.